It now appears to me they didn't because they were afraid I would give them a truthful answer and that there had been some communication between you and Ms. Tripp and them and they were trying to set me up and trick me. And now you seem to be complaining that they didn't do a good enough job. I did my best, sir, at this time. I did not know what I now know about this. A lot of other things were going on in my life. Did I want this to come out? No. Was I embarrassed about it? Yes. Did I ask her to lie about it? No. Did I believe there could be a truthful affidavit? Absolutely. Now that's all I know to say about this. I will continue to answer your questions as best I can. If she says that you kissed her breast, would she be lying? I'm going to revert to my former statement. Okay. If Monica Lewinsky says that while you were in the Oval Office area, you touched her genitalia, would she be lying? And that calls for a yes, no, or reverting to your former statement. I will revert to my statement on that. If Monica Lewinsky says that you used a cigar as a sexual aid with her in the Oval Office area, would she be lying? Yes, no, or, or won't answer. I will revert to my former statement. If Monica Lewinsky says that you had phone sex with her, would she be lying? Well, uh, that is, uh, at least in general terms, I think is covered by my statement. Uh, I addressed that in my statement, and that uh, I don't believe is... The, uh, the subject matter of the 60 Minutes broadcast a few months ago, you recall that episode? I certainly do. Uh, Mr. President, in fact, on that day, you did make sexual advances on Kathleen Willey. Is that not correct? That's false. Uh, you did grab her breast, as she said? I did not. Uh, you did place your hand on her groin area, as she said? No, I didn't. And you placed her hand on your genitals, did you not? Mr. Bennett, I didn't do any of that. And the questions you're asking, I think, betray the bias of this operation that has troubled me for a long time. You know what evidence was released after the 60 Minutes broadcast that I think pretty well shattered Kathleen Willey's credibility. Well, that is, were you sending some kind of a signal to her by wearing no, sir. one of the ties? Let me, let me finish if you don't mind. Sure, I'm sorry. Were I apologize. You, were you sending some kind of a signal to her uh, by wearing a tie she had given you on the day that she appeared in front of the grand jury? No, sir. I don't believe she gave me this tie. And if I was sending a signal, I'm about to send a terrible signal, and maybe you ought to invite her to talk again. I don't, I don't want to make light about this. I don't believe she gave me this tie. I don't remember giving her giving me this tie.
listen closely because I'm about to assist you in a situation that's already in motion. A situation that if we do not immediately address it, will soon be out of our control. Go to the window now. Look outside. Your car. Look at the top of your car. That rack. The kayak rack. It's the kayak rack I urged you not to buy some two weeks ago. Mostly because you do not kayak. In fact, you have never been in a kayak and you wouldn't know what to do if you were in one. You'd be hopeless, at least at first, but you wanted it. All around town, more and more, you have been seeing kayak racks on top of what passes as fashionable cars, which also happen to be the most reliable ones. You have seen these racks increasingly. Sometimes there are kayaks in them, but not always. There have been a few cars, a few, who have memorized their license plates that you've seen many times and never once has there been a kayak in the rack. At first you thought, you know, how nice. Kayaks. I'd like to be in a kayak on a river. Who wouldn't? But it passed. Then another thought took its place, especially when you saw more and more kayak racks. What if this was less an item of utility and more a statement of place and acceptance? Would it then be a problem if you were without one? Yes, you decided. And as the days passed, your urgency grew. There seemed to be ever more kayak racks on cars. It seemed to you, but this was not in reality true, that the majority of cars had kayak racks. And what began as a whimsical thought all of a sudden became an urgent call. And so you did. You went out and you bought that kayak rack. You even installed it in the parking lot to make sure you would make it home without incident. And you felt so relieved cruising the streets with your rack. And what minutes before felt like hostile terrain was now comforting and familiar again. And you gave it very little thought these last two weeks. You didn't follow up and buy a kayak or even go online and familiarize yourself with kayak terms, you know, in case a neighbor brought it up. You felt that the rack alone would speak for itself. And though I warned you not to buy the rack and then urged you to follow up on it, nothing came of that. Are you at the window still? Are you looking at your car? Because in a matter of minutes, an angry crowd will surround your car means that we have to think fast because once they have ripped the rack off the roof and overturned your car they will likely turn to this house where you are standing and we will need to explain ourselves now you can say that you are keeping a rack for a friend but that just wouldn't work you can say that you you have no idea in fact where the rack came from that someone else put it on but this will be hard to believe you've been driving around town so proudly for the last two weeks. You can say that you've already ordered a kayak, that it's currently being shipped to you, that you've lined up lessons, discussed it with professionals, also have a helmet on order, and have effectively pantomized kayak motions while sitting on your coffee table. Yeah, that'd be a good one. But it won't work. None of them will work. 
without the kayak racks. These are the people with bare roofs on top of their cars, embarrassingly naked, flat roofs without racks, and they are angry. You are their target, but you know, just one of many. So what do we do now? Disavow our kayak rack? There's a fat chance of that. That's it. The first hour is done. It's gone. It's dead. It's buried. It never happened. I don't know anything about that. You come around and ask me about that again, there'll be consequences. Because my recollection is, well, it's just a little foggy on it all. Honestly, it's a little early in the morning. Last night was long. And you know what? If I have to, I'm going to take that tape. I'm going to put a little blank span in it, and nobody, nobody will ever figure it out, because I'm safe. Now, that being said, I want to welcome you to the other side of the valley. Take a look behind you. Look at what we traversed, because we are now back up in the barbarian lair. And oh yes, you are my barbarian kin. Just by virtue of listening, you are. And I, well... I'm the BIQ, 
I am the barbarian in question, and I guess if everything collapses here, then you can come and find me and blame me, but I'll be gone, because this never happened. It never happened, and you know what else is never going to happen? The next hour, although it might. And if you stay tuned, you will be entering a kind of coherency like you've never heard before. Just a razor-sharp coherency. You will be rewarded for all of your struggle listening to us sort out the issues of the day. And you know, who wouldn't want that? So stay tuned.